Good morning, I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go, and here are your top stories. A suspect is in custody after that deadly shooting in an East Raleigh neighborhood. It took about three hours to track that person down and even longer to take them in. Reporter Eric Miller walks us through the details. This morning, Raleigh is reeling from what North Carolina's governor is calling a nightmare. A mass shooting that left five dead and three injured, including the gunman. The violence began when that gunman, a juvenile, according to police, shot and killed an off-duty Raleigh police officer who was sitting in his car outside his home. Over the next few hours, six others were shot, including a Raleigh canine officer. That officer expected to recover. We have to end this mindless gun violence that is happening in our country. We have work to do, but there are too many victims. And so we have to wake up. Nearly half a dozen agencies, including North Carolina State Highway Patrol, were involved in the search for the shooter. That army of first responders eventually pinning the gunman down inside a barn where he shot himself. The shooter was rushed to the hospital for treatment. Raleigh police are still working to establish a motive as this community works to pick up the pieces. Eric Miller for NBC News. In the wake of this latest mass shooting, local leaders are reacting to what they're calling a senseless act of violence. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper spoke at a press conference last night. As we seek answers to those questions, let's all pray for these victims, their families, the communities that have been shocked by this and that we all depend on each other and help each other during this difficult period of time. CBD Chief Johnny Jennings sharing similar thoughts on Twitter, adding, when any law enforcement agency experiences a tragedy, the whole profession hurts. Turning now to the midterms, we are now just 25 days away and less than a week from the start of early voting in North Carolina. Wake Up Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us live near Uptown. And Richard, uh, what do people need to know this morning? Oh, there's a few things you need to know. Good morning to you, Sarah. Good Friday morning, everybody. There are a number of things you need to know, especially with early voting so close to, to, to uh, coming. We want you to be prepared, so just take a listen to this. The voting period for this year's general election begins Thursday, October 20th, and ends at 3 p.m. on Saturday, November 5th. First, check your status to see if you're already registered. If you're not, you have until today to register online. But if you miss today's online deadline to register, you can still do so in person at a one-stop early voting location. Remember, in North Carolina, you must be a United States citizen live in the county where you're registered and have lived there for at least 30 days before the date of the election. Be 18 years old on the day of the next general election. You may pre-register vote if you are at least 16 years old. Not be in jail or prison for a felony conviction. Yeah, and also as far as ID, you do not need a voter ID or I should say a driver's license of something like that if you voted in the state of North Carolina before. If you have not, you will need to present either uh, some sort of government ID or a utility bill or a phone bill in order to register to vote. Of course, we have all this information and much, much more on our website at WCNC.com. Right here in Uptown, Sarah will send it back to you.
turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. CMPD says a suspect is in custody after finding a gun on a CMS campus. Officers say that suspect is a minor. Officials found the gun at Julius Chambers High School. This is the first gun found on a CMS campus this school year. I'm Julia Kaufman outside the Charlotte Transit Center, which will soon get a new leader. The current leader, John Lewis, has announced he's stepping down to take another job and will be leaving on November 30th. City Council members tell me they wish him the best, and now all eyes are on picking the correct right replacement that will be accountable and motivated to help fix the issues here. Nicholas Cruz will be sentenced to life without parole for the 2018 massacre of 17 people at a Florida high school. That sentence comes after the jury did not unanimously agree to sentence Cruz to death. Parents of the victims said they were shocked and disgusted by that verdict. A judge will formally sentence Cruz on November 1st. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. In a historic move, the January 6th committee subpoenas former President Trump, arguing that Mr. Trump was a central figure in the U.S. Capitol attack and is required to answer for his actions. Despite being subpoenaed by the committee, Mr. Trump is unlikely to appear. He did take to social media, blasting the committee as political hacks and thugs and saying he'll respond to the subpoena later this morning. New policies now in place for sporting events at Chester County Schools. All high school students must have a ticket and show their school ID to attend an event. Elementary or middle school students must be with an adult at least 21 years old. People are also required to stay in their seats, except for going to the bathroom or concession stands. And that's it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. If you're thinking of taking the light rail or streetcar this weekend, think again. Cats is suspending service to make some routine upgrades, but it's all for a more efficient experience in the long run. Cats is trying to make rail service more reliable, but it comes with a cost. Let's connect the dots. Each year, Cats shuts down the blue and gold line for an entire weekend. The agency uses the time to make preventative and routine maintenance behind the scenes. And it's an important step for an industry that's had a tough year when it comes to reliability. The agency already dealing with a huge labor shortage. It's led to a drop in train frequency and delays for buses. Katz wants to make sure there isn't any other issues stopping service. That's why the transportation group is doing work now to save a potentially devastating commute later. This weekend, service will end at 2 a.m. on Saturday and pick back up just in time for the Monday morning commute. And that's Connecting the Dots. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.